Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Steppin Community Podcast. We are so glad you guys are all here today. This is going to be a really good episode. We've got a lot of crazy stuff happening in the world of Steppin, and we're going to break it all down today. For those who have never been here before, the Steppin Community Podcast is a podcast of the community members of Steppin. We've got some ambassadors on here, and we bring on a a special guest every week from somewhere different in the world because this is a worldwide game. And I think it's really important that we really highlight the diversity of the players and the ambassadors and the entire group and everybody that's a part of this game. And it should be a lot of fun this week. So uh, we got so many topics to dig into. Uh, it's going to be really great. Go ahead and let your friends know we're here and we're live and we're talking about it. We're going to go through the big topics of the week after we introduce our guests and uh, do a little interview of Crypto Edgar so you guys can get to know him a little bit. And then uh, at the end, when we get done with the topics, we're going to open it up to a Q&A for chat. So if you have questions you want to ask, save those up for the end and we'll bring them right up on screen so everybody can see. Without any further ado, let's get to our regular co-host each and every week up in the top left corner. I see the man who's been traveling to New York City, Austin, and every place in between. I think he's at 11 states in the United States now that he's played Steppen. I see Mr. K-Train. How's it going, brother? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I'm glad you're here. Top middle. He's got his own TV show coming out of a professional broadcast studio in Spanish now. He's got the YouTube channel Bitcoin Daily. I see Jay. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Trying to get back to 100%. You know, I, uh, COVID took me down for about a week now, so um, working my way back. I'm glad you're feeling better and you're here. Your voice sounds nice and loud and clear. On top right with her own YouTube channel now, where she's putting out some really, really cool videos. The, the person behind the best beginner guides in all of Steppen, and in addition to, to Jay, both brand new ambassadors officially to the Steppen project. I see Beth, how's it going Beth? Excited that I didn't have to wake up an hour earlier today, so I've got energy, um, just be prepared. <laughs> Very cool, I'm glad you're here. And down in our bottom left-hand corner, we have our special guest for the week. You guys will recognize this name from Discord, from Twitter. Every time there's an AMA, the best summaries in the game are put out by this man. And when it comes to analyzing data and, and, and the game and tokenomics and really thinking very independently about the game and where it's going, which is going to make for a great conversation this week, I see Crypto Edgar. How's it going, brother? Hey, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited, and uh, let's see what we can do. Absolutely. So, uh, so let's get into it a little bit. I, I hear a little bit of an accent. I, I cheated because I got to talk to you some yesterday. I know that you've moved around several places in the world. Can you give us a, a little bit of background of, of where you're originally from and where you live now? Sure. So, originally, I'm from Belgium. I've lived in Belgium for about 25 years. So I was raised and born there, and then I moved to Poland. So I've lived about five or six years in Poland, where I've done mostly work in the corporate environment. Mm -hmm. And then after Poland, I'm now actually in Portugal. So I moved to uh, the warmer, <laughs> the warmer environments, and uh, yeah. So currently residing in Portugal, and let's see where we're gonna go next. I, I'm not really bound to a single place. I really like to travel around and see the opportunities but i don't know like i think portugal is great it's really awesome for cryptocurrencies in general lots of events lots of activities lots yeah. of entrepreneurs so i really i really enjoyed the, the life there yeah 
your, your English is perfect. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, how many languages do you speak now? Uh, five, I think. Wow. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that's just my mother tongue, French, my second language, English, my third, and then Polish and German are wow. uh, kind of must-have. So yeah, about five. Very cool. I got a couple other short questions, and then I'd love to open it up to K-Train, Jay, and Beth if they've got anything they want to ask you real quick. Um, I like to ask everybody, like, like, uh, what was your first sneaker in Steppen? When did you start? Like, what was the beginning of your Steppen journey like? Oh, so I started out at the beginning of February. Um, that actually my partner and I, we were apartment hunting. <laughs> we were walking around a lot. And then uh, I, I heard about the game from, from I, I'm part of a private group called The Burp Nest. And cool. we Set actually have a really, yeah, we have a really great fundamental an, an, analyst there, uh, Crypto Penguin. And, and the guy actually introduced us to, to stuff. And I was like, I, I was a few months late. So I, I heard about it. And then I was like, maybe, yeah, maybe it could be cool. But then we were walking so much. So I told my partner that maybe we should like, consider actually getting paid for this and, and get into this game. And so, uh, so we did that, that we started out with a single common shoe we bought from the marketplace and then, yeah, that was great. So we said, let, let's try this further. And then I bought some, uh, some shoe boxes mm -hmm. and then I donated my shoe to her actually. And then nice. I pulled an uncommon straight from the, did you really shoe. from your first shoe box um, or your first mint? Uh, shoe box. Yeah. Wow. So common shoe box and got an uncommon. That's really cool. Yeah, and that that was my first shoe, and actually I still have this one. It's my main my main earner. I, I never really changed that. It's a walker. It's a it's my main earner. <laughs> kind of I don't know. I have some emotional value of the shoe, so uh, just keep going with that. And uh, yeah, that's the story. I feel that deeply. I I started with a common walker that was mint two of seven, level five, and um. I kept it for so long and used it every day. And I almost got to a point where I felt like people were making fun of me in Discord. Like, why are you still using a walker? You know, a jogger or a trainer or everything else earns better. And it's like that emotional attachment to your first sneaker and, and, and what you use initially. I, I think that's a that's an important part of the game. And as we dig into the social fi elements and leaderboards and, and all that stuff, I, I think that's something that we're going to see the dev team lean into. K-Train, Jay, Beth, you guys got anything quick to ask Crypto Edgar before we move into topics for the week? Yeah, I got a quick one. Uh, well, I'm really excited to be on the same podcast as uh, Crypto Edgar. I read pretty much everything you post. I did have a question considering that you do post great threads and you always have great suggestions. Did you officially um, send in an, an idea or suggestion to that, to that Google Doc to the team when they, when they opened that up to the community? Uh, no, no, I didn't. So the reason why I didn't, I also kind of explained that is, is that for me, um, I, I, I felt that this, uh, this, this, uh, it's great that they reached out to the community, but I just felt that it would be really difficult in a matter of two or three days to read through all the suggestions, which are uh, proposed. And I, I didn't really feel like this was the right place to, to post the suggestions. Um, so I do post mine on, on Twitter and, and other places. Um, I will play the game as it's as it's shown. Like I mean, I I do have my I have my plus and my my minuses about everything, but I I I'm playing. I'm here. I'm I'm like I, I love it. I think a lot of things can be improved, uh, which I, I I try to have a discussion in 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 public. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people actually picked that up. And and some of them 
proposed it, but I did not really believe in like, let's just have a community round and then we're going to read all the answers in a matter of two, three days and then implement them in the game. So that, that kind of was my reasoning why, why I didn't do that. Cool. I have I have a feeling, Edgar, that your posts get enough traction that what you're putting out there is being seen by the devs, right? Um, I, I think your feedback on this podcast too is probably going to get elevated and seen. So it, it'll be it'll be fun to see um, how that stuff is perceived because it's important that we get that the game isn't perfect, and I think the devs get that. I don't think we're being unjust as ambassadors or as community members or or having long term faith in where this project's going to end up to say, hey, listen, there's some things that are happening currently that, that we don't love and that, that you know, we want to see change. And I think the devs are saying the same exact thing, right? There's some things that they want to change. I think that's very consistent. We're not being um, bad, right, as, as a community member to, uh, to have a good open conversation and dialogue about this. I, I think that a big part of what they were doing with that feedback form was, was trying to give an opportunity for the community to be heard, without a doubt. Yeah. Jay, Beth? Um, because your Twitter was saying that you're doing like analysis on a bunch of projects. So I want to know like what percent of your day is for step in and what percent of like all your projects are dedicated for step in. Mm -hmm. So majority of my time is going to step in now. The, the current market conditions are really like not that favorable towards new projects. Uh, I think it, it's not a good time to, to launch a new project at the moment. I think a lot of teams realize this, and so there's very few information coming out at the moment. So I'm mostly following some older projects that I'm already a part of, which actually are doing quite bad, like nearly all of them. Um, so also, just to be clear, like I'm I'm mostly positioned towards a new, for, for a newer bull run. So I, I don't think that current market conditions favor investment at all. It was a surprise to see Stepan do so well, honestly, from, from February all the way up to what it will be, April or May even. And then, uh, yeah, it went down, unfortunately. But I think everything is down. Like, I know that this one, this crash came down hard. Um, but, but yeah, most of my time goes towards uh, Stepan at the moment. I, I think that I've always liked to play some games. Um, and I think that this, this really has a lot of future potential if done right and then would be great if, if uh if we can do that yeah got a final one jay <clears throat> well i think i think he kind of answered it my question was was going to be um you know if he's involved in any other are you currently involved in any other projects other than step in right now yeah so i i for example what a very very much interested in what the project called strong block had to offer so i have like that was a project i was very heavily invested in oh, i really no, had a high hope one. that's another one yeah and that that one actually they they screwed it up i think um yeah so i I, I kind of pulled my my investment um i had high hopes and and i'm, I'm hoping to draw the parallel at some point with Stepan because i'm wondering if they they're aware that that some things need to be done differently or we might head down in a similar road which it's not too late but i i, I think that uh, we have to be cautious when it comes to that yes. uh, yeah so he was talking about like other projects um kind of maybe not doing things because it's a bear market like you don't you don't really want to start 
when nobody's interested. Do you think, uh, Crypto Edgar or anybody else, that that maybe the Steppen team might be holding back on things since we're in this bear market? They use the term crypto winter often, and I wonder if they're kind of slowly implementing things until they see a uh, consolidated bottom, a steady bottom, where they feel more comfortable attempting to get more people in. What do you think about that? Uh, I, I don't know what, what's happening behind the scenes, obviously, but I saw that this project took off like, like a rocket, really. Like they, it grew so fanatically hard that I, I really, I, I, was, I, I was like, I'm not going to lie, I was worried about the, in, like, the insane growth. Every single project that I've been a part of, which grew like that, just came down crashing hard. And I know that they implemented stuff like activation codes and everything, but then, yeah, you have, I, I don't know what the amount now, like 2,000 codes daily, but then every single player started to hand out codes to others. And I think that that also exponentially grew, but never really confirmed my worry. Um, what the team is doing now, um, it's like, it's been a strange amount of announcement, in my opinion. Like, that's not really how I would, do it most likely when it comes to the marketing mm, but yeah I, i'm sure that like i we heard uh guy, guys talking about a completely new way of playing the game on, on solana for example right we haven't seen that like i think that they have a lot more planned and a lot more coming and i don't know what's the time frame i don't know how but i'm sure they have ideas i'm i i, I just feel the fear in the crowd. I feel the people were being worried about their GST token. Mm, and and it's this is like a game of economics. Like you really need to pull that up, like pull like like rectify this. And then we can probably move on with future elements, which I think they're probably holding off for now until they get the thing stabilized, which uh, is gonna take hard work. I don't know. Like I think about projects in the past that I've invested in, and there's been so many projects where I've aped in kind of that peak level of FOMO when the project is the most successful and the most people are talking about it. And that's probably not the best time to ape into a project, right? The best time is to probably follow the opposite of what everybody else is doing. And, and when projects are, are new and creating a foundation or when projects dip down and the, and the team is solid and they're instituting great things that are going to build to the future... I mean, none of us are financial investors. None of this is investment advice, right? This is for entertainment purposes only. But if 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 I were to not be anything to do with Stepin and I was looking at projects to go out there and invest in during a, a downturn in the in, in crypto, as it's headed down, I probably wouldn't invest in any. But as I'm thinking it's getting at the bottom, I'm looking for those really solid, solid projects with solid foundations and good teams that are fully doxed and they're continuing to build and build and build and set this foundation for what it could future be. That to me is the great time to get into this kind of stuff. It's not when, it, when they're at their, their highest because you just have less potential there. But, um, but it's a great topic to dig into and we got a lot of topics that we want to dig into today. So let me um, quickly go through these. Let me remind the audience. I'm going to list out some topics. We're going to go through each of the co-hosts and Edgar, and we're going to kind of bounce around and, and give our feedback on all these topics. Uh, we probably won't get to all of them. I got like 10 or 12 uh, that I think are really hot topics for the community. Um, once we kind of get through uh, some of these, then we're going to be opening it up to you guys for Q&A. So your questions can be live on stream. And we got surprises that can go out too. We've certainly got tons of activation codes and GST and other stuff for really good thought-provoking questions that, that get asked on stream uh, and, and that we answer. Let me go through the list. Um, I had on my list 
the the beginning of the medium post that talked about they really want to monitor changes and make gradual tweaks over time and that this is not the end all be all but they want to keep changing it i think it's important to talk about that uh, number one was the crosswell energy bridge from that medium post number two the 10 mystery box levels in the 72-hour cooldown. Number three, the dynamic minting costs. And then the recycling of sneakers. I think that's a fun one to talk about. I'm going to enjoy digging into that with you guys. Uh, the new decks has come out recently. Uh, got added to the white paper, and they talked about that coming in. That'll be a good one. Rec speculation about the third realm. When it may hit, what it may be. Speculation about the next app update. We heard from Gilgamesh in Discord that it could be in the next couple days. And that was a couple days ago. Maybe as soon as today, tomorrow. We could be seeing an announcement and chat about some maintenance and new app update coming. We've got our next big AMA on Wednesday, June 15th. That's coming up in just a couple days, right? So I'm, I'm curious what you guys think about uh, how, how that's going to feel. Is it going to be Barn Dog still leading the AMA as a Twitter space where everybody can, can participate instead of just the Discord group? Will it be shitty leading it? Will Jan and Jerry be there? How much will they talk? It'd be fun to see everybody's expectations on that. The FOMO event snapshot, I think it's a great topic. Because personally, I've maintained all 30 of my sneakers on Solana, and I'm using my 20 energy every day. Because I think, no different than happened way back when with Trailblazers, they're looking right now at the players that are playing today, and they're going to take a snapshot. And there's going to be phenomenal rewards that come from that. Last time, the number one player got 120,000 GMT. And I want to make sure that if there's a chance for me to get 120,000 GMT, I'm doing everything in the game I can to get it. Because that could be a big upside potential in the long run as the game rebuilds. Um, the GST price, I think I think we should be transparent. It's down in the 20s now on Solana last I looked, right? That's concerning a lot of people and it hurts a lot of stuff. So what do you guys think about it? What do you think the community thinks about it? And how do we get that, that ship righted in the right direction? Player confidence, um, would you invite your friends to join now? And what do you think about this being the bridge to onboard millions of players to Web3? Good topics, a lot of good stuff. And I'm sure we'll get a lot more from the chat as well. Who wants to start? K-Tran, you up for it? You want to grab one of those and we can dig into it? Yeah, sure. I'll just grab one that, um, or I'll just start a, one that's not, not too big, but uh, you're talking about the AMA on Wednesday. Um, I, I did a poll and um, I asked, uh, do you want Yawn on the next AMA? And there was 1,100 or almost 1,200 votes. 68% said yes. Um, and so there's still the, you know, 30 32% that said no, but uh, I want to see him on there, and um, I, I think he, I think he will be. I haven't heard anything, but I'm just saying I, I think he will be. God, I hope so. Like if they're cutting back to one a month, if we don't hear from Yon and Jerry and hear their transparency, like I, I'm cool with it being a little bit more polished and 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 shitty having a big part as the chief marketing officer and like 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 making it feel really polished. But I want to hear Barn Dog. I 100% want to hear Yon and Jerry. Um, I, I think the community needs to hear from the co-founders. Like, if we don't, that, that I don't know. I 100% want to hear from Jan, from Jan. And I want him to be naughty. I want him to be naughty and tell us stuff that he's not supposed to tell us. Like, like that transparency is so big. <clears throat> what do you think, Jay? When I was, oh, sorry, sorry, okay, go ahead. Just real quick. When I was in Austin, I ran into Mabel, and I just expressed that the uh, community is con kind of concerned that Jan, it, it kind of appeared like yarn got pushed to the side and now we're hearing from shitty and, and Mabel and, and everybody else. And we're not hearing from yawn. And while like, I know that everything's good, it doesn't really look that great <clears> to the community. So I, I expressed that and she seemed to, um, you know, take it in and made, so I don't know. I hope to see him. Jay. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the AMA. Uh, we we definitely need uh, that AMA. It looks like it needs to breathe some new life into <laughs> and some new hopium into <laughs> the um, into the space right now into the project because um, you know it, it. I feel kind of like it was just bad timing. Um, and I don't think they did any of it on purpose. They're trying to, you know, look at the long term. But I think it was kind of bad timing um, to switch the AMAs at the point in time that they did. Um, that's the only thing that I was like kind of, you know, um, confused about when, when that came out. And um, and the same thing about Jan, uh I think that they, they didn't mean it the way that they wrote it. And I think they, they wrote it with like an... LOL, you know, in parentheses, like as a joke when they said that he was being naughty and he's on, he's, uh, what was it that they, I don't even know the exact words that they used, but um, I think it was meant as like a joke, but it didn't come across as one. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of because of in, in the, 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 um, the current situation that we're in, that like people are, were like, what? You know what I mean? Like people are taking this a lot more serious. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I I don't know. I I hope I do hope we get more AMAs though, because every two weeks or once a month is it's it's kind of tough. Yeah, it definitely felt like as it was communicated that we would hear more regular announcements from the team, but the announcements would be on Twitter and on Medium posts and on all these other places. And I think I've seen the pace of the Medium posts really increase. Um, and so they wanted these official communications from the team, I think, to increase the updates to the white paper to increase. But then it was just the Yawn and Jerry full transparent AMAs would be once a month instead of once a week. Um, I, I definitely see them tweaking and adjusting over time. Um, and, and it's going to be good for them to, you know, both focus on getting out those app updates, right? Because I think so much attention has been put on the DDoS attacks and, and the stuff that's been going on and talking to the community. But then also focusing on being transparent and communicating really, really well. What do you think, Beth? What do you expect for Wednesday? Um, I really hope that it's going to be Jan, Jerry, and Shiti. So Jan will be there and being able to give us information. And then Jerry will be there to tell Jan to, to not say those things. <laughs> and then maybe Shiti can be there as well to like clarify information or maybe um, just kind of communicate it clearly to the audience as well. And I think that's really important. I'm glad that they increased the communication um, in written format, right? So with the Medium posts, Shiti is putting Twitter posts out, Mabel is putting Twitter posts out, and I really appreciate those um, because it's something that's written, it's clear, like I can see it, I can analyze it and stuff like that. And that's, I mean, I do miss the the weekly AMAs, though, I, I do miss it, even though I had to wake up earlier. But Jay, that's like a perfect point that you say you want more before everyone told them to stop talking so much, you know, and so no matter what, there's going to be people that are not happy. But I really appreciate that K-Train put out that poll, because those numbers don't lie, right? Like, there were there were so many people on my feed that are like, Yon needs to stop talking, Yon can't talk, like, just nonstop, right? But then with the poll, you can only vote once, right? So then you see that the majority of people did want to hear Yon. It was just there were people who were louder and nonstop tweeting 
or posting on the Discord that they didn't want to hear him. And so it's really important to see the numbers and see like there are a lot of people who have these opinions. They're just not speaking up. They're not as, as squeaky of a wheel. I think the 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 what most people were talking about, and this is where where it got a little where it got to the point where they're like, why are you guys speaking so much? Was we had like one or two weeks where um, other than the weekly AMAs, then there are throughout the week, there are also like interviews. And then I remember there was that, that one interview with Mars Dow or something that was really weird. That was a really weird one. Um, and that one got like kind of out of hand. So I think that's what people were referring to when they were like, why are we doing so many, you know, uh, interviews throughout the week instead of just one AMA um, through every, you know, every Saturday? So I think that's where people were coming from when they started saying, like, um, you know, why are they speaking so much? Um, I don't think that they meant why are they doing an AMA every week? Yeah, I agree completely. I think the Mars Dow one was the breaking point where it's like, okay. You've got the official AMA once a week, but now you're doing two or three other little AMAs every week. And I think the important thing to keep in mind is is the platform, right? And the number of people really tuned into these. So even the official AMAs were getting five, 6,000 people in the primary Discord that could tune in. Anybody in Discord 2 couldn't tune in. And, and a, the vast majority, I mean, if we got a player base of 3.2 million people and 900,000 that were playing daily, it's a very tiny percentage that we're listening to these things. And as we move it to more Twitter posts and more medium posts and Twitter spaces that everybody can tune into, I think that makes it a lot more accessible to, to the entire player base, right? And these written communications that Beth described, I think really opens it up where hopefully a lot more eyeballs can see the official, the official communication from the team instead of just the stuff that's in that first, first Discord. What do you think, Edgar? What do you expect on Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I hope to see. I, I hope to see all three of them, like Beth mentioned, Yon, Jerry, and Shidi. Uh, that is. Um, but I think that um, what happened before that I think this whole team is just completely overworked. Like they they've been basically working nonstop from the beginning of the year up till now, and the fact that Yon was giving interviews, I don't know, probably in the middle of his nighttime to to all those people. I, I think it was. Too much just and then yeah when when the, the, the same question keep popping up then it doesn't feel very productive anymore so at some point it's good to put a halt to that but i think that uh, like people really want to hear from them. me I, I want to hear from them like i wrote in my post for example that it just i agree with that here as well that it feels like he was pushed aside like quite brutally <laughs> to, or jay i don't know who mentioned it but it feels like they just just shoved him aside. I didn't even see any post from him or something. I would have expected that guy, given the recent situation, I feel like I'm overworked or something. Like he would explain in his own words that maybe it's better to hand over uh, some of the communication to, to other team members. But that, that, that wasn't the case. And actually, there was a silence. And I don't know why. I don't know what. And I'm like, that's why I wrote, I'm really wondering who's now in charge behind the scenes. Like, who, who, like they're still the co co-founders, right? They are the people who are building the game, or, or am I wrong? And this is where I'm kind of a, like, I, I want to have some clarification on this. And additionally, I think that um, they, like, Jan is just a really smart guy. Like, from what I've heard him talking, like, he's, like, reading, he's 
trying to find the best solutions and sometimes you just don't find them but eventually you will and then you can do the implementation and if if they are still in charge i'm not too worried like then they probably will figure it out and it's going to take some time but and one more thing sorry about communication is that i think they need to go even deeper than just a twitter or discord like my father is playing for example my my some family members are playing they have no clue what's happening they're not on twitter they're not on discord and i understand they're not going to get all this alpha or community podcast but it's important for them to understand what has changed like he had no clue that minting changed he was just like he was saving up for the 200 and then a few days later he was like oops i can't do this like why am i in cooldown what happened he had no clue yeah, so, I think that, those and, are, that's so insightful because you're exactly right. The announcement system in app is going to hit everybody, everybody that's playing. And there, there's such a, it might be over 90% of players aren't tuned into the Discord posts and aren't tuned into what's going on. And so when the, the price of minting doubled, and what was it, 360 GST as a base and another 40 GMT if you're doing a, you know, a, a 01 or a 00 or a 11. There were a lot of people that just didn't understand why, you know, I was saving up to have 200 GST. Now, all of a sudden it changed. And and I think you're 100% right. We've got to be able to communicate effectively to the entire player base. And Twitter helps over, over Discord, but they've got to use the in-app communication really effectively too. I think that they've yeah. just, in the most recent update, really upped their ability to do that live and on the fly. And I hope to see them use that a lot more. You had two other points that I think were phenomenal too. I think, you know, the the... Development team, Jan and Jerry, were working insane hours all night long, all day long, middle of the night, it's clearly over 18 hours a day each. And when you added on those those AMAs in the middle of the night, you could hear their their voice and their reactions to difficult questions change. And you could you could almost see them start to shell up and become more defensive. And and I forget which one it was, either Jan or Jerry, um, in one of the AMAs was was almost like aggressive about a player and a question that was was asked. And, and I could tell, like like you know, they're, they're, that's what happens when you're sleep deprived and you're you got so much focus and so much attention and so many meetings and so much going on and you're getting attacked by TDOS attacks and all this stuff and and you could hear them react. And and so to to divvy up those responsibilities. And let Shidi and, and Mabel take take more of a role on the Twitter posts and the whatever, so that Jan and Jerry could focus on the development. I think is really healthy. But how you communicate to that to, to the player base, I think, is really important too, because it's clear all of us want to hear Jan, all of us want to hear Jerry, and we want to hear what they say and be transparent. So that's great. Good 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 points, Edgar, for sure. Anything else on this one before we move to our next topic? No, good. That was a long topic. We're gonna have to go a little bit quicker, but that's okay. Got a lot of really, really good stuff today. If any of you guys have some any time commitments and you have to get out early, uh, let me know. Who wants to go next? Jay, you want to hit one of the uh, one of the four points of the medium post: the cross realm <coughs> energy bridge, the mystery boxes, dynamic minting costs, recycle sneakers, the decks. You got something else you want to hit? What topic next? Um. So yeah. So I think the next one, and this one, this is I'll, I'll speak on this one since um. Um, K Train spoke about you know one that he did a poll on. I also did a poll, so I'll take uh, minting cost for 100, please. <laughs> Let's do it. Perfect nice. timing. We just alluded to it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I actually did a, a poll um, yesterday talking about the minting prices, and I asked a question. You know, are you currently minting at these new prices? And 84 percent of the people said that they are no longer 
uh, minting ever since the, the new change in the prices, which, um, you know, if you look at the prices, you, you'll, you'll be easily be able to tell why it doesn't currently make, it's not uh, profitable to, um, to mint right now. Right. So, and then, you know, what I was thinking before the change, I was, uh, I was minting, you know, almost every day. Um, and now like, I'm not even thinking about minting at this point. Right. And so I imagine if, if this is how I'm feeling and thinking right now, then this is probably what the majority of people are also feeling and thinking. So, um, what are people that used to be minting before this change? What, what are they doing now with their GST? You know, cause before this was basically a GST sink where we were almost guaranteeing that we're, we're burning a, a another large part of GST. Now without it, you know, what's happening with all that GST. And I, and so I'm thinking I'm personally haven't been selling. I've just been kind of uh, stacking up on GST. Um, but I'm imagining people are probably cashing out because there's no, there's no other reason to, to hold it or to, to use it to mint. Um, unless you want to go to the casino and try your, your luck at gems, like, uh, Beth likes to do, I think. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that, that's, so, so then my concern became, okay, so if they're not minting, then they're probably selling, they're probably cashing out and that's going to add on sell pressure on top of the sell pressure that we're already seeing and that we already have on GST, which kind of adds to the problem that we currently have. And I think the, num the number one priority in the community, from the community standpoint, not from the team standpoint, right? From the team standpoint, their number one focus, long-term sustainability, I understand it 100%. But from the community standpoint, their number one focus is what they're being rewarded in, um, which is GST. And to see GST dropping, you know, um, 5, 10, 15, 20% per day, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a big, big red flag. So, um, that's, you know, that, that, that's my, that's, a, <laughs> I think, a, a, a difficult topic to address, but I think it's one that needs to be addressed. hundred percent. And I think we should all be very transparent about how we feel personally about it. I know Edgar's going to be here in a second. Um, but also what we're hearing from all of our community members that we're all in, in contact with daily. I, I, um, I was on Steppin' Daily with K-Train that night when the Medium post came out, and I expressed my concerns then that, you know, it looked like the increase in the GST and the GMT to mint was at least a doubling of the current minting costs. And then we know that minting scrolls are going to add into that as well. So the total cost to mint could be up three times, four times, five times. We don't know what those those scrolls will be worth, right? They'll be sold in the marketplace for GMT. So when you earn those, you could sell them or you could mint with them. They have a value. So that increases the cost of minting. And in my mind, I could understand where the team was coming from, that they felt like there was too big of a supply. The community was screaming this. There's too many sneakers in the marketplace. There's too big a supply. We've got to burn sneakers. We've got to slow minting down. The minting farms is just destroying everything. There's just too many sneakers. And I think this was an attempt to slow down the minting so that we could reduce the sneaker supply and then add in sneaker burning and reduce the sneaker supply to raise the price of sneakers. And initially it did, right? We in the, we immediately saw a doubling, maybe a 2.5x increase in the sneaker price. 
But I think you're exactly right, Jay. And this is what I said on Step and Daily. And this is what I said on the on the Twitter space with Barn Dog and 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 Jason was that the problem becomes then that as people mint less and less, that's where we spend the majority of the GST. And so if we're not spending the GST, that's exactly what happens is you get the short term improvement with the sneaker price going up. But every day that GST price just keeps coming down. I think that's exactly what we're seeing. And uh, the team has some big plans of what they want to do to to correct this and reverse it. I think it comes with all these updates that are coming. But I, I think we'd be really dishonest as ambassadors and community members to not point out the obvious that everybody in the audience that's it's either watching now live or listening is thinking is that the GST price is coming down. Why are you guys not not talking about this? And what's the team going to do to fix it? So um, yeah, I so think it's really fair. Yeah, it reminds me of like basically like where it, it, like with the way that it feels like is like we're patching up one hole. And then water starting to shoot from a, a different hole and then we patch up that hole and then water comes from a different hole and that's what it's felt probably for like the past month as we try we we basically it, it feels like we're, we're trying to patch the loudest holes where the most water is coming through but then you know that creates another hole and um and i don't know i don't know i'm not sure where to go from here it's kind of where i'm at it feels to me like the foundation that the team is building right that the app is is so solid and you compare it to all the other move to earn projects and nobody's even close. And I don't even know that anybody will ever be close. And then you look at the things they're adding on with the anti-cheat, like there's no way to bring in big corporate partners and this other stuff without having that functional. Bringing in the decks, like that's so important. The team is focused on the foundation of making the core of this thing really big. And then you think about all the things they've announced with the GM, GMT use cases and the, the gym burns and the sneaker burns and the FOMO event and the, the all this stuff. I think, I hope, is going to make the game fun for all of us to start spending GST daily again. Right now, the core believers, right, the ones that think that the project's solid and has a great foundation, we're still going out and using our energy every day, but we're not spending our GST every day. So as, as these app updates come in and there's fun ways to spend the GST and we see benefit, then all of a sudden the GST price starts increasing, the, the player base starts growing again, and I think that's the foundation of how you you write the ship and start going. We need to be spending GST, and I think it's really important that the that the team kind of reverses what they were talking about initially. They really talked about how they always wanted GST and GMT to be two important tokens in the game, right? And they never wanted one of these two tokens to overheat, especially at the expense of the other. And they talked deeply about the Axie effect and how SLP went to nothing and AXS was so big, but it was such a small percentage that could they could earn the AXS. Well, we're, we're, we're heading towards a direction where that could be similar for our, our project, right? Where, where GST goes to nothing and only GMT is important and only a small percentage that have a level 30 sneaker are gonna earn GMT. I think they need to reverse course back to where they were originally. And instead of saying, you know, GMT, GST is just a utility token, GST's value doesn't really matter, it does matter. And they need to keep both balanced. And I think it's important that as they create these GST and GMT sinks for milk minting and all the other things, that they can balance the amount of GST and GMT that it costs. So we're all spending the GST, bringing up the value of GST, and they keep both working long term. I think it's really, really important. I, I can't wait to see what everybody else thinks about this. Who wants to go next? I can hop on just real quick. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, with the minting getting more expensive, the people that continued um, to mint even, you know, with, like, like before this, a couple weeks ago, I was kind of saying, like, I'm just going to keep minting. 
what we've seen is that if you keep playing the game, you're going to benefit because like in the beginning, you could get to level 30, like right away. There was no timer. There was no cooldown in between mints. Um, another example is like the gems. We used to get level two gems often in an uncommon box. Energy sharing is eventually going to go away. So like, I think what it's, what you, what we're learning from this is like, it's not, this isn't game playing advice or anything, but we've seen the people that keep playing the game are benefited because what they're doing is they're kind of making things more expensive, things a little bit harder to do. Um, so that's just kind of like, uh, I was happy to see the people that were like, Oh, I'm glad that I was minting, you know, the, for the whole week before this increase in price. You're up Beth. Give it to us. So I always go to discord and I search Gilgamesh's, um, posts and I, then I search Jan and Jerry's to see if they had said anything. Um, and so for the minting costs, she was saying that, even if minting like decreased by 50%, that is like covered by the fact that minting costs have doubled, right? So that same amount of GST is being burned. Now Jay's Twitter post with the poll said that, how much was it, 80 something percent? Mm. Said we're not minting. So that definitely is a bigger, a bigger difference, right? Um, but the team is the only one that has the true numbers and they are, I'm assuming they are monitoring it every second. Like they've got somebody on those numbers and that's where the monitoring changes and making gradual tweaks come in. Right. But with this, everybody is, is always saying like, Oh, fix the price, fix the price, fix this, fix that. Right. It's so delicate. Like Jay said, if you patch up one hole there, there could be another one. Right. And it's so delicate that if you make any specific change, like it has ripple effects across the entire app. And so I think it's it's so funny because I always parallel this to my classroom. Like if I'm ever holding a stack of papers, my all of my students are like, is there a test today? Is there a test today? No matter what, even though I have the date on the board, I'm like, it, it says right here. So it's hard because when, when they have updates or they have announcements, everybody just freaks out rather than like taking it in, absorbing it. James, I know you said that when, when the medium post came out, you went on like hour long walk or something like that to just process it and to see what your, what your, your true thoughts were rather than your, your initial emotions. Right. And I think it's hard. It's hard because people have money invested in this. Right. But we need to think long-term a little bit more. Right. I love that on K trains, I'm probably going on a tangent, but I love that on K trains, um, step in daily, there was a guy, Matt from Wisconsin, and he was like, I looked at my 401k today. Like that doesn't look that great either. You know, Bitcoin is down. ETH is down. I think like 1500 or something like that is where it's at. So, but the thing is, is with those, with those tokens, with your stocks and everything like that, you're not getting anything back unless the token price goes up, right? With step in, you are getting a little bit back every single day. So yeah, if your ROI is going and extending a little bit longer, that's true, but you're still getting it back a little bit every single day rather than just waiting, right? Waiting and praying that ETH goes up like I am, that Bitcoin goes up like I am, and stuff like that. Um, Maxi in the building. <laughs> but like every, everything is down. And if you think about it, like our whole economy, inflation um, is up for, for us is 8.6%, right? 
And so that is massive. And so even like our government, the people who are controlling inflation and stuff like that, they have to make those gradual tweaks and changes as well. And are people happy? No, but they have to think about the whole bigger picture. And I think that's the difference between Jan and Jerry. They see a much bigger picture than what we see. Edgar, I can't wait, brother. I've, I've read your tweets. You've, you've talked a lot about all of this. I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm really excited to hear, hear your input on, on the, the minting changes and, and also the, the current price of GST and where the price is headed and what you think about all this. Okay, I'll try to break it down structurally. But, but I, I, I've seen some messages on uh, Twitter and others where people say that, that GST is a utility token and, and we should see it that way and it has no value. And, that, and I completely disagree with that. Because the the problem is that the GST token has value. It's connected to everything in the game. Like it's connected to minting sneakers. It's connected to creating gems. It's, it's basically the worth of your account is in every single state connected to the value of GST. If that goes down, your whole net worth goes down. And this is why I proposed the alternatives that, that I wrote in my thread, which I know is very difficult to implement. But it kind of like removes the the fact that everything is connected to the price of GST. Because we all look at it, oh damn, it's 20 cents, so that means that my whole net worth probably dropped with 25%. Because the token dropped, so everything is connected to that. And I think that those uh, the changes that they did were a bit simplistic. I understand they probably wanted to kill two birds with one stone in a way that, well, your people will burn more GST as it now costs 360 instead of 200. And they're going to be less uh, sneakers uh, that, that are going to be minted because people will not earn more. But when it's not profitable, nobody's going to do this. And they basically halted the the, the, the minting with 48 hours to, to start with. So nobody could mint for this time frame. So what are you going to do with your GST? Like maybe some people held it, but I think the majority they just said, okay, so I'm selling. Like, like I, I can't do anything else with that. And then they sold it off. And when you think about it realistically, it's, not a bad move. A coin which is in a downtrend, you don't want to be the one holding on till it all the way goes all the way down to zero. So that's why I think it's really important that we're going to find a floor soon, so that we need to start burning. We need to find a floor and then slowly create this hope that maybe this was the bottom, and then people will start to, to switch the mindset. But as of today, it, it's really not. We're not there. So I think that we kind of need an alternative way to think about the economy in Stepan and the fact that GST and GMT, I, I think they're too inter, inter like correlated. Like GST is, min, is used for burning, GMT is mint for burning, GST is used for minting, GMT is used for minting. They, they both have the same uh, use cases. Like they're, they're, they're both used in the same way in this economy. Why do we have two tokens? And so this is like the one with a highly inflational model, the other one with a limited, like the, with a limited supply. And then, then I'm really wondering, like I, I cannot follow there. And this is why I'm really wondering how this team is thinking about the economy in Stepan, because I'm not following anymore when it comes to this. And that's where I really would like to have some clarification on where we had, what do they want? They want a stable sneaker price, like it has to cost $500, like overtime. Like, is that what we want? Or we want, like, where are we moving? Like, with these changes, I don't understand what they want to try and achieve. Which you double the minting cost. Okay, so then at some point, 
mm, you're gonna have double the amount of players, and we're back at the state that it, it's we're back at the same the same state, right? We are now having double amount of DST, which is being created every day, and the same amount of sneakers will be built, and they're gonna double the price again. Or like this is where I'm I'm, I'm not following, and I really would like to have some clarification. What do they want? Like a fixed sneaker price? Then I don't understand why we're working with the GST token, which is inflationary. Then, then uh, like they, there is something that doesn't click to me, and that's where I'm, I'm actually worried, and I need to have clarification. And that's why I prefer propose the alternative way, which is not based on coinage, but based on uh, bartering, where basically the player, based on their needs, will assign a value to the item. I need something to level up my shoe which is super important as i don't have any way so i'm willing to pay for that and this is like this is how i i think i, I think about this economy i understand we're stuck with the gst and gmt for now so yeah the the, the only way out i think is to incentivize people to burn it and and i think that all the node projects have proven that housing the income or stuff like that don't really work long term yeah, I, I don't. There's a lot of people in the community that really want the devs to just buy back GST. I don't think that works. I think that just throws money away, right? The solution, yeah. 100% in my mind, is to get the community spending GST. And as we're having fun playing the game and spending GST to do activities, and it's, it could be lots of stuff, right? It could be minting sneakers, it could be burning gems to upgrade the quality of our gem sockets, it could be uh, combining sneakers together, so five un five common sneakers makes one uncommon sneaker. These are all things that are coming that the team's announced, right? It could be combining together three gems to get a higher level gem. It could be lots of things that are coming in the game. As those all start hitting, and the people that are playing daily that get this GST every day decide, you know what? I, I want to try to get a higher level gem. I want to try to get a higher level sneaker. I want to try to mint a better sneaker and get a chance at an uncommon sneaker. I, I want to spend my GST and there's more desire to spend the GST than it is to cash it out. That's what writes the ship. So to me, the solution is the developers communicating clearly, setting clear expectations and getting these developments out, right? All the stuff they've been working on that, that's probably done and that they're ready to submit to Apple and Google they got to keep getting that stuff out and focus on that. But then communicating to us, here's all the stuff that's coming. Mm -hmm. We agree with you. We don't want to see GST going down the way it is. We think that the way to get it to go back up is to get you guys all spending it. Here's the cool things we're adding to the app to get you guys to spend it. I, I think that's the fix. Um, man, this is a good conversation. I am yeah, so glad you guys I, are here. I hope everybody in chat's enjoying it. We have a lot of topics left. I, I say we start going to speed round to knock out some of these topics. So we got time to open it up to Q&A at the end. Um, how about everybody gives us their, their quick 15, 20 second impression of the 10 mystery box levels. We have damaged, refurbished, common, uncommon, rare, epic, legendary, enchanted, master, Satoshi. Every one of these 10 mystery boxes gives you a chance at minting scrolls and probably at the low level, a really small chance of gems. But then as you get up to the higher levels, higher levels of the minting scrolls and higher levels of the gems. I, I, for one, love this idea. I think that going out and walking and getting a mystery box at the end of the walk and be able to open it up, like like that's such a cool part of the game that, it, that most players don't get to until they have at least four or five energy and at least 12 to 20 luck. Now somebody with one sneaker and two energy is going to get a chance to get a mystery box that could have a scroll, could have a gem. And those scrolls and gems are another way to earn GMT. The scrolls sell for GMT. The gems are a good way to earn Solana or BNB. 
um, and, and to, to kind of lubricate the wheels of everything to give us more currency to then want to play the game and spend it on these other things. What do you guys think about the 10 levels of mystery boxes? I think it's awesome. I think um, a lot of my friends that I onboarded, I started them with three shoes and they were like, they saw that I was getting these mystery boxes and then they're like, what? I can't get one yet. And I had to explain it to them. Then also when I show people like uh, the main screen on, on Stefan, I have mystery boxes. And when I'm teaching somebody new, I like kind of ignore that part. I'm like, oh, don't worry about those because they're not going to be able to, you know, in a quick explanation, they're probably not going to be able to get them if they only have one shoe. So I think it's it's going to be so much better for the new user. Jay? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think it's going to be cool. Um, I think we have to see how it plays out and, you know, what each mystery box is, is actually going to bring. Um, you know, are they are they gonna be like the first few levels just scrolls? Like I, I have to see how it actually works. Um <clears throat> another idea is 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 the new meta um starting to lean towards having a high luck sneaker so that you can get these mystery boxes, um, especially with GST at these prices. Now it and you know that I've I've always been a person that you know, doesn't really open mystery boxes. I don't really care for them. Um, but now, is it is it is a game changing to this place where uh, a high luck sneaker might be uh, more valuable right now um, because of the gems that we can potentially get than um, than you know trying to to have a high GST sneaker. Yeah. What do you think, Beth? The same boat as Jay. Um, quite upset thinking that I need to get a luck sneaker now because I looked at all my shoes with the sockets and I'm like, oh man, there's nothing with a whole bunch of luck sockets or good stats. And I never wanted to go in that direction. But now with this information, I am looking at the marketplace to see if there's anything good out there. Think about Barn Dog with his one sneaker. What is it, like 800 plus luck? Maybe even more than that. I've seen some some lucks in like the thousands. Um, those those folks are, I think, are gonna be really set up nicely. Or what's to come? What do you think about the ten mystery boxes, Edgar? Yeah, I think uh, we'll have to see a bit how it's gonna be. Um, I don't know what the cost will be, which boxes will, which boxes will drop at which levels. Um, I'm mostly wondering if mystery scrolls are something that's gonna really impact the game at the moment that nobody's really minting. But I think long term, definitely it's gonna help. But I don't know what the short term effect will be. And if, for example, I'm earning on commons now, will I still be earning on commons in the new? A new update. I, I don't know. We'll have to uh, wait and see a bit. I think. Yeah. I, I think the minting farms are gone, right? Like, like the minting farms have been chased out of the game. So um, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. How about another fun one? How about the recycle five sneakers to get one of the next higher rarity and get a bump of twenty percent in the base stats? Beth, you're up. What do you, what do you, what do you think? Pretty cool for that of how many common sneakers you need to get a legendary um and am i was, was i seeing things when i saw that you have to also pay gst and gmt in order to do that yes 100 true we don't know what how much gst and gmt and it could be different different amounts right for five common sneakers to combine to make an uncommon maybe it's a thousand gst and 500 gmt we don't, we don't know Right, but maybe to do five uncommon to get a rare, it's a higher number. Could be. I don't. I don't know that it's going to be a flat rate. We're, we're going to have to wait to see. I just, I just 
so many questions. I know that Barn Dog on his Twitter space asked, like, I think it was, um, if you burn a specific level, like if you burn a, a level 30 shoe, then what, what does that mean? And there's a lot of questions because they did say burn five commons to get an uncommon, but could you do a hybrid mint? Or what about the mint count of them? And they did say that the type of sneaker you burn does affect it, but then we don't know anything about the sockets either. Um, I know somebody in, I think on Twitter, asked if it like averaged out all the stats, um, which is quite funny, but I, I, I just have a whole bunch of questions and I don't know until they give us more information on it. <clears throat> sure, for sure. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, same, same boat. Um... You know, there's not enough information out yet to really know how good or bad this could be. Um, I, I mean, I think overall it will end up being good long term. Um, but as of this moment, um, if you have to burn five sneakers plus pay GST and GMT um, at these current prices, um, it, it's not even worth doing uh, because it's cheaper to just go out and probably buy an uncommon sneaker right now. Um, so, but I know that this is, and, and I, I covered this in the, in the video that I dropped, uh, this week that this is not built with the current prices right now. This is being built for the long term. Um, once prices adjust to this, and I, I'm sure once this comes out, prices will adjust accordingly. Um, so yeah, so I still, I still, I think it's a cool feature. Neat idea, um, could work as far as to burn the, the excess sneakers. Uh, let's see once we get more information. Yeah, I think the number that, that, that I saw thrown out there in the community was that if you bought two sneakers, two common sneakers, let's say a zero and a one, and that you minted those sneakers 623 times and got 623 additional commons and never had any good luck and never minted an uncommon, that if you combine together all those sneakers, that would give you a legendary sneaker. And I, I thought it was so much fun that people were analyzing it to that level and taking the data and going, okay, what does this mean if I got five commons to an uncommon and then five more to the second uncommon and then I get five uncommons and I mint those and 623, all of a sudden I've got a legendary sneaker. And I've been seeing people with the gem minting out there. I, I saw, was it the level six gem that we just saw get minted out there? There's a lot of people doing the gem minting. And this this kind of excitement, I think, to the game and a way to spend GST this, this is this is good stuff. This is what we need. We need this stuff to not just be announced, but to actually be launched. What do you think, Ketrain? Uh Yeah, so I had a lot of questions when they first announced this. The main question was, where does this new sneaker come from? Because when they started mystery boxes, they said that there was going to be sneakers in the mystery boxes. And then they had to go back on that because the dev team said, well, we don't know how to... Um, we don't know where this new sneaker is going to come from because it has no parents. So, like, when I first heard this, I was like, well, where they must have fixed it or they're going to find out where this sneaker's coming from. I think that it's going to, they're going to have to do a buyback and they're going to have to make that the sneaker. A couple days later, they announced a buyback. So, my question still is, where is this sneaker coming from? And then also, the signature thing, like, I have no idea how they're going to manage getting a, a signature on there. I mean, approving it, James, you had a great idea, but like the manpower behind that Oof. and I, it, this, okay. I'm super bullish on Stefan always, but this is a little thing that worries me is that they, it seems like they announced this, you know, sneaker, you know, up, upgrade mechanism without kind of really knowing everything about it. I mean, I, I don't think they know how to, how to handle the signature part. And that kind of worries me that are they just throwing news out there to 
get us excited and get us talking or yeah yeah my, my without a doubt like this isn't built this isn't fully developed yet this is just an idea that came from the community they're like yeah we agree we think it'd be cool to be able to combine i bet when the development comes down it'll be very similar to what we heard with the attribute upgrades right so you'll take five common sneakers you'll assign one of those five maybe you've got a genesis that's got its number between one and ten thousand you'll burn the other four into that so you're combining five sneakers together and then your uncommon will maintain that same number as whichever one you wanted similar to what we were told you take two sneakers and combine them together so if one has an efficiency of one the other one has efficiency of eight you're combining these two sneakers together. You're burning this one into the second, and you get a random roll of that efficiency between the one and the eight. I think that's how the development will come out, but obviously I'm not the one developing it. They are. So they're going to have to figure out what path works best. But, but you make a good point. If you destroy five sneakers and have to create a brand new one, what does that brand new one list as the parents, and how does that work? And it's probably harder to develop it that way. Um, but they're going to have to figure that out, experiment with it. They probably got a couple different branches of the dev team working on stuff like this, and and you know they'll they'll, they'll come up with what works best, QA test it, and make sure it doesn't break the game so that they I can think, get it out. I think that they should just remove that whole text thing. I don't think that's something that the game needs, and I think it overcomplicates um, the manpower that they're going to need to put towards just that single part that really does really nothing for the game. Um, if it was up to me, I would just completely scrap that yeah and you may see them do that i mean we see here on twitch where we're broadcasting live we see with usernames that are on all the different platforms people will come up with really creative ways to say offensive words right and they'll put spaces in between letters and use numbers instead of letters and use stars and underscores and whatever and the manpower to after monitor all of those that come in it's just going to be not sustainable so it could be that they'll release it without that and say that's a future thing that comes down the line until they figure out how to make that work you know and, and it could be scrapped who knows what do you think Edgar? what do you think about combining sneakers together to burn sneakers i pretty much agree with everything that's being said here like major concern to me is why would i burn if i can just sell my commons and buy an uncommon like jay mentioned um i i'm worried that maybe we're going to end up with too many high-level sneakers as well. Because mm, at the moment, you have a 3% chance of the mint. This may actually drastically increase the amount of uncommons and push down the price even more. I don't know. But I, in general, I like it because it's a way that you force users to burn their inventory for some, like potentially something better. And that's, I think, the direction we have to move in. Because as you mentioned, buybacks and burns, I mean, the sneaker supply, let's face it, is kind of like inflationary. The same for the GST tokens. We're not going to head down that path because then I think we're lost. We need to enforce and create uh, incentives for people to feel like, yeah, I, I want to like give away my shoes and this is what I'm going to get in return. Or I really want to save up my GST for this really cool thing in the game. Um, so, so, so in that way, I really like it. And I think that they can kind of balance it out and eventually it's going to be nice. But when I now take, when I take the numbers that got to me, it doesn't make sense, yeah. but it can be balanced out. So that's, that's my take on it. I think that the 20% bump to the base attribute stats is a big part of it too, right? So if you currently have an uncommon walker that has a range of, what is it? Eight to 20 for your efficiency stat that you know, maybe you got one that's 18 and it, you feel really good because it's really close to that max of 20. <clears throat> but when you take five commons and combine them together, now that base efficiency stat can be between, I think it was 9.25 to 21. So, so you're getting this bump up, or was it 23? 
I don't know, whatever it is, it's a 20% increase. So now you can get something that's a, a 19 or a 20 or above a 20 on the base stat. And, and I can see that being a mechanism that for people that are trying to min-max their sneakers, now they've got an avenue to try to build an uncommon even better than what was was available before. And it's another way to be spending GST, GMT, and burning the lower level you know, sneaker supply because there's a lot of sneakers out there that have crappy gem slots and really crappy base stats. So as we're combining those together to increase base stats and as we're burning those together to increase higher level sneakers, that reduces the supply, which I think in the long run, something they always plan to do. We just didn't know when it was going to come. They always had ways to come that we're going to burn sneakers and burn gems and, and burn, you know, all this stuff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if any of the NFTs associated with the game badges we could burn in the future to make a better badge. Who knows? Like, you know, as, as you grow to hopefully five to 10 years of a project and, 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 and 25, 50 million, 100 million people playing, you know, an infinite supply gets absorbed up by all those players, but then burning some of that supply to make better stuff. I think that's pretty cool too. Um, let's hit another good one. What do you guys think? Let's do what? Let's do 30 seconds each. Good speed round. What do you guys think about the new decks? The announcement for the new decks. Boy, that's a hard one to do in 30 seconds. Who wants to go first? Go for it, brother. Hey, trains up. Uh, I'm a big crypto guy. I love uh, decentralized exchanges. So, like, I'm so pumped for this. I do the Orca uh, LPs over there, and I'm excited to do the liquidity pools inside Steppen. And I actually talked to the Orca people down here in Austin um about it and they're they're pretty sad but they're they're handling it well have to be right because orca went from tiny to the biggest in solana 75 percent of orca transactions are stepping that made them a lot of money their their transaction fee is small i think on the other chain it's it's pancake swap and their transaction fee i think is even smaller one of the concerns i've seen out there in the community is that the the new dex is going to be what three times more expensive on solana and four times more expensive on the BNB chain. Um, but it's really cool to see how they want to take that money and invest it back into rewards for the players. Um, I, I, I'm curious to see how it pounds out. If, if most people take their money out of the spending and out of wallet and take it to places like Orca and PancakeSwap and swap it themselves and bring it out, or if most players find the convenience, especially as we onboard all these new players that have never been in crypto before and never been in Web3, they just do the simple way, do it in-app, even if it's a 1% instead of a 0.1% or a 0.5%, and then that's more rewards that pays back to the game, which is another way that makes this not be a Ponzi. Because as we're generating income in the app from the marketplace as we're generating income in the app from the decks as we're generating income in the app from corporate sponsors that are coming in that want to have an adidas sneaker and a nike sneaker and an asic sneaker those are all ways to make money that goes to the players instead of just having to constantly be bringing new players in it's gonna be fun who's up jay <clears throat> yeah i think uh long term it, it's it's a good idea um it's gonna bring more money in uh brings different opportunities and different things that you can do like uh, liquidity providing stuff like that uh, maybe even like staking um so it could it, it the you know it could definitely add some additional um stuff into the project um i like the idea that the thing is you know how long before it's it gets implemented you know how much manpower do they have to put into creating it and getting it all set up um so those are are my only questions um because at this point like we we you know like we've been saying like something needs to be done that kind of impacts the project in the short term um so that we can get to that 
next step that next step right now um but um but i think i think once we get to that um definitely great long term bullish it's a new a new stream of revenue uh for the project and the more streams of revenue you have for a project the more uh the longer it can sustain so Beth, you're up I'm I'm with Jay on this one. I, I also am one for convenience. So if that is embedded in the app, I'm most likely 99% going to be using it. Um, and with them, the last I heard was that 30% people of people using Stepin are non-crypto natives. Like it is so convenient to just be able to do everything in app. It is a one-stop shop for everyone so that they don't have to learn something else. They can if they want to, but they don't have to. And that convenience right there um is going to be big and so i think a lot of people are going to be using it they also did show the breakdown in the white paper of where that fee is going to go and i, I believe part of it said that they were going to go back to sneaker buyback and burn so i'm interested in seeing what ripple effects that has edgar what do you think about the decks yeah so uh i find i find it like a really strange timing that we announced that we're going to implement the decks given the, the, the given the current problems. Um, but when I th when I thought about it a little bit more, I, I feel like Stepan is walking like the Apple route. You know, like they are trying to build the all-in-one platform, um, which I think, for example, PancakeSwap is doing the same. Like they're maybe not copying, but they're like really taking over what made PancakeSwap popular. They have an NFT marketplace. They have a tech. They have a trading function. They have everything that Stepan is willing to implement. So they're kind of like competing with the other brands, saying like, we are not worried. I think we're bigger than that. We'll overcome the issues because it really relies on the user base, right? You need to have the users. Otherwise, this thing is just not going to work. You have a higher rate fee. So I don't think that any partner is going to be willingly coming to Stepan saying, I want to be on your decks because I don't think that that's going to happen. But when I think about it, like the other way around, that every single time they make a partnership and the part of the partnership is that they have to use this DEX, yeah, then of course that's gonna bring in a lot of revenue. And then my question is, like they've made the breakdown, but I think that Stepan is already sitting on a decent war chest. I'm wondering what is currently what is currently being used for, mostly developers or other things. And then uh, what I wanted to say more is though, they have like maybe they want to implement it that they can like really fine tune it to the in the whole in-app experience because like what apple did with their chip right they they also outsourced the chip production then brought it back into their uh into their computer so they're making their own chip they're making their own software they want to melt everything together smoothly because when i was using the trading it didn't always work fine so maybe with the things that they're developing themselves they can overcome these issues i don't know but but yeah, App Store had a 30% commission. People are definitely using it and they want to be there. Maybe Stepan can do the same. But yeah, these are my thoughts. I think you're 100% right. Like if I were to put myself in the shoes of Jan and Jerry, and they've got massive shoes, so I, I cannot fit their shoes at all. But imagine over the last, what, eight months, 12 months, them sitting down with uh, VC, uh, venture capitalist firms, trying to get the project off the ground and trying to get seed money. Them sitting down with corporate partners and adding in corporate partners like the VP of Adidas and talking to these guys about, you know, what do we need to build as a foundation for Stepin to be a platform 
that we can then bring in additional corporate partners and make other other programs, other apps, other things want to build on top of this platform. And 100%, it makes sense to me to have you know the the marketplace and to have one of the probably the smoothest running and best marketplaces I've seen anywhere that's built into an app. That's going to be really attractive. Having the decks, having all these things that they're building as a foundation, that seems to me to be the core of where their focus and attention is. Building a really strong, solid foundation, and then they can build all these other realms and the app and the make the GST and the GMT and the you know all build on top because if I'm out there bringing in a bid for the fourth realm and I'm Axie Infinity or I'm Adidas or I'm Nike or I'm ETH or I'm whatever that wants to build on top, I want to know that the foundation's solid, that if I bring in, you know, 25 million players, it's not going to crash the whole thing and die. And that takes time to build the right foundation and then have it be scalable. And if you don't, if you skimp on that part and it's not a solid foundation that can't scale, then it just breaks once you have all your people in and that doesn't work. So I, I think I think you're 100% right, Edgar. I think that's where their focus is, is building that kind of all-in-one platform that then these other corporate partners can build on top of. And that, that's a big part of their focus is when they sit in these yeah. meetings, how do we explain to these people the value of this platform and why you should build on the platform along with everybody else? I'm excited to see where it goes. Did ever get a chance on that one? I think I got everybody. But a yeah, quick maybe one. I can add very quickly. Yeah, please that, go. Uh, I really think that it, so it will be probably used because if they're going to pull out the liquidity from PancakeSwap and Orca, you're going to have huge slippage when you go on where you're going to the other exchanges doing some decent sites exchanges. So there, I, I don't know, but I think they're by far the biggest liquidity providers on their platforms. And when they're going to pull out their liquidity and bring it in app, you can transfer out, but I'm worried that you're going to eventually pay a lot on the slippage. So we won't really have a lot of choice uh, when it comes to exchanging the tokens. Because I'm curious I, I to see, that, you know, I think yeah. we provided that liquidity to Orca and we provided that liquidity to Binance and we provided that liquidity to, to, to uh, PancakeSwap. And if you look at the amount of GST and the amount of GMT that are in the spending account that's controlled by the team, I think they've got an infinite liquidity pool if they want it. Right. And so the, their own in-app decks, I think, is going to have plenty. Plus, there's going to be a mechanism in there for the players themselves to stake into it to earn off of that liquidity, right? Wouldn't that explain in the white paper that we can actually add money to it and make make interest off of it? So it'll be, I, I'm sure that's something they've got to work out and, and I understand your concern, but my guess is um, it, it'll have even more liquidity than what the others do. We'll have to see. Let's see, what do you think, KJ? Mm -hmm. last, last thought? And once they add the uh, fiat on-ramp and off-ramp, which they've already talked about an off-ramp with Alchemy Pay, like you're, gonna, you're gonna, gotten, not gonna need anything else except for Stefan. Be fun to see how that works. My concern with that <laughs> is that if it's built in app, all of a sudden you've got Apple and Google that say, okay, now we want our 30% or else we're kicking you off the platform. So I, I think they need the Alchemy Pay to be third party and to have it third party and you, you bring it into Alchemy Pay separate of the app and then it's easily transitions from Alchemy Pay over because I think if it's built in completely in app, we screw ourselves in the app stores, but we'll see. How about a quick one? Just, just like a quick 10 word response. What's everybody's speculation on when and what? on the third realm. I'll start with Beth, what do you think? Which which chain and what's it look like? Real quick, when? The chain, I don't know, but I'm I'm thinking in a couple months uh, for the third realm. Um, just, there's there's a lot of changes going on and I think they need to see the numbers before they, they release something like that. Yeah, my gut is that these have been negotiations that were inked months ago. 
and every realm has a corporate partner associated with it. I think we're going to see a sneaker brand. Every realm has kind of a chain associated with it. And this stuff was picked forever ago. And maybe the timing, they can move a little bit depending on what else is going on. But maybe even the timing, I think, was probably assigned months ago. And they're trying to build everything and make it solid to be ready to launch. I'll, I'll, I'll go last and tell you what I think. But but I, I think in some ways their hands are tied because this is probably stuff that they negotiated and signed contracts on forever ago. What do you think, Jay? When? What? Oh. So um, I'm thinking in the next two or three months from what I've heard, um, you know, from the team. Um, and and now that you mentioned that, like, that might be true that maybe, uh, that, like, I, I know that this agreement was probably done a while ago already. Do you think that it's uh, something like, you know, when a, when a city gets picked to host a Super Bowl, there's certain things that they need to meet, certain milestones before they can host it? Um, maybe something like that was within that agreement, which is why they like pushed out the anti-cheating mechanisms and all that. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of what, what I'm thinking. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Like, let's say you're Adidas, right? We know one of the advisors is the VP of Adidas and they built the contract to say, okay, yeah, we want to be the third realm. We want the third realm to be on Ethereum. And, uh, before we can agree to launch, we want this date. But we want anti-cheat, we want the decks, we want all these things in place so that all this stuff works smoothly. And maybe that was all negotiated, who knows, six months ago. Yeah, I, I, it could absolutely be. And that could also give the Adidas and Steppen team an out to, to, to move that date because they say, okay, that's not done yet. So let's back it up a month and that, that works out. Who knows? Again, this is all speculation. None of us have insider knowledge. Maybe K-Train does. K-Train talked to Mabel over at, uh, um, was it Mabel and Shitty or just Mabel you got to talk to in Austin where you're at right now? Uh, just Mabel. Just Mabel. Cool. So, 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 tell us what you speculate on your end. Don't tell us what's going to get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, ten words. Um, it is a fun question, but I don't know. <laughs> I like it, Edgar. Uh, when do you think? And what do you think it is? I'm speculating on Ethereum based on all the other AMAs. Um, I don't think it's going to be exactly the same as what we had with Binance Smart Chain as well as Solana, uh, mostly used for mm, like the real valuable NFTs, the things that you don't want to be transferring in and out every day. So I, I'm guessing Ethereum, looking at the batches slowly coming out, looking at some, you know, the, the current changes. But I'm, I don't know, it's a guess that it's not going to be the full-blown experience as what we saw with the second round. I got three more I want to hit quickly, and then we're going to open it up to some Q&A for chat. If you guys are getting tight on time, let me know. Um, but the next one is the team has announced that there is going to be this FOMO event where they take a snapshot of players that are playing now and reward us for our current in-game activity. And they uh, hinted that this will work very similar to the way Trailblazers worked in the past, where it's based on your going out and using energy every day. And as you use your energy, you are assigned a certain number of tickets, if you can get over a 50 ticket threshold for using that energy, you will make your way into this new group as based on the snapshot. And, and that group could get airdrops with massive rewards. GMT, uh, potential future special events like a triple earning, maybe airdrops of sneakers on current chains or maybe even on the new realms where Genesis sneaker holders get stuff. This FOMO group, this event and the snapshot of those playing now. What do you guys think? Do you guys think we're in a snapshot window right now? And does that give you incentive to want to go use your energy every day and not liquidate your sneakers because you know you've got this potential stuff coming? Who wants to go first? I can go first. I think that 
I, I, I hope that they would, um, kind of like help out the people that stayed with Solana. Um, so like if you spent a lot of energy with a sneaker on Solana, then that's the snapshot, but it's probably a whole energy spent. And I think that it's going to get you your ticket into the, the third realm. Um, obviously I don't know anything, but like, I, th- I think that would be cool to kind of like give Genesis sneakers to those people that have been burning a lot of energy. And then that maybe not, maybe it's not a sneaker, but it gets you in the third realm. Maybe it's a badge. I don't know. I think that'd be awesome if it was a sneaker. I mean, they talked about how the second realm, the second chain, when it launched on Binance, that there were too few sneakers and that created issues. And they've got a new way to send the sneakers out when they launch the third realm and they want to get a lot more sneakers out early on. How, how awesome would that be if they're doing a snapshot now and we're going to get sneakers automatically for that third realm to be in there day one? What a great way to reward the community that's out playing as intended, moving and earning, using all of our energy every day. I'd, I'd love to see that. I think that'd be awesome. Who's next? What do you think, Jay? Snapshot. Um, yeah, I mean, I think now would be a good, a great time for a snap, a snapshot during all this FUD and everything going on, um, to reward those that, um, that have been out there, uh, constantly still moving and participating and playing the game, you know, regardless of the price. So, um, yeah, um, I, I think it's, it's, it would be cool if, if the snapshots are being done right now and, um, and when things turn, turn around, which I think they will um you know they they announce it very cool beth you're up i would love to have the solana players rewarded i i do worry about that because i feel like there is a separation between the binance users and the solana users and i don't want our community to be divided um it needs need to figure out a way for when all the realms come it's not each realm versus each other or a comparison of like oh i'm earning this much on solana but i'm earning this much on binance or i'm earning this much on the third realm or something like that it needs to be very fluid um in that we have this whole universe world metaverse all those things um where you can travel between realms and enjoy all of it um you're giving me hopium (laughs) with the sneakers so i want to clarify like we don't know when the snapshot's going to be we don't know if there's going to be sneakers get going out you could hope but just make sure that you have those realistic expectations so when i bought the um the a6 or when we bought the a6 genesis sneaker we were hoping to get an airdrop for it in the future we are also we also bought it knowing that we might not get anything so just just have your hope and then be prepared for anything. 100%. And, and, you know, as a community, if we all think this is a good idea that we want them to do, there's some influence that can happen there as well, right? We definitely heard them announce an AMAs about a FOMO event, about a snapshot. We don't know what could come from it. But we have a good feel of the type of things that could come from it. And, uh, and, and I, have, I have a lot of hope for the long-term future. So, so you, but you're right. We, we, we don't know for sure anything could happen. What do you think, Edgar? What do you think about the snapshot and the FOMO event? Yeah, I think this is the. It's almost certain they will do such a thing. Uh, when I heard Jon talking the last time, he was hinting towards that. And I think it'd be great. I hear a lot of people who are now saying it's not worth anymore for me to walk. I'm not gonna go outdoors. It's not. There is no more incentive, which is why I think that like this kind of snapshot would come in a good time. Um, obviously, we don't want to punish people for not walking one or two days. But I think that those who keep 
walking every day just not only to earn that would be nice to have them rewarded somehow uh with a snapshot being taken for this public event mm-hmm. very cool two topics left and then we're going to be opening it up to q a from chat um this next one is going to be a, a, a tougher one and then we're going to finish out with a with a good one we have yet to hit the cross realm energy bridge changes so in the past we knew that there was a hundred percent of our energy from solana being shared across to binance so as the th- second chain the binance chain launched we could have 30 sneakers on solana and that gave us 20 energy that we could use every day on binance and the team was very transparent that 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 you know there was a reason behind that to maintain the binance but that it created too much of a difference between the chains and they needed to adjust it. And Jan had announced that, that they were coming up with this brand new energy sharing system that was going to be a whole new way to play the game on Solana, with new strategies and new ways to play it to make it really fun to then share a percentage over to the second chain and then future additional chains, but didn't go into detail and just said that was coming. In the Medium post, this was number one. And what they announced, and it's complicated, and people will have a lot of confusion about it, is that uh, the the addition that you get from OG, the earlier chains to the new chain, is at a max of three energy. And it's basically one energy per previous chain that you have at least one sneaker in that then goes to the new chain, and it's temporary. Where month one, you can get all three points that come over from having one sneaker on three other chains into, let's say, the fourth chain. Month two, and then month three, and then month four, it works its way down until there's there's zero energy that comes across. Um, my initial instinct when I read about this, I talked about it on Stepin Daily. I talked about it again on on Barn Dog's Twitter Space on the on the main Stepin account. I almost feel like I, I understand them the need to make that change, but I feel disappointed that we didn't get what Jan was hinting at with this brand new way to play the game on Solana. And my concern is is that this devalues the sneakers on OG chains and creates an increase in the volatility. Where if we think that so little energy is going to go into the new chain, that it's going to create a race to maximize results on the old chains, sell off those sneakers on the old chains as fast as you can, to be ready to ape into the new chain, to get as many sneakers as possible on the new chain with the new whatever. And that's, I think, the opposite of what they want to do. So I, I think this is probably um, maybe too far of a swing, and they're going to have to end up somewhere in between. And I really hope they pivot back to a system of rewarding players for playing on all chains playing on both chains and to give really good incentives to be on all of them because if they increase the volatility and we're constantly dumping the og chains in order to be able to ape into the new ones i don't think that's in the long-term best interest of the game um this is going to be a tough one to go quickly but 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 i, I want everybody's good feedback on this whoever wants to go first hit it what, what do you guys think about the, the the new changes that how difficult it is and what it means long term Okay, I'll call it out then. Edgar, you're first. Hit Edgar. So I think it was a too strong nerve. I wrote that in my post as well. Mm, this is, I feel like if this is the way they want to go, then they shouldn't even be doing anything in, in a way that, um, I, I, with that I mean that if you, it's, it's too complicated the way they described it for, for what, three energy? Like in that way, like just let, let's not do that at all. Like what, what's the one shoe in Solana? What's the one shoe in Binance Smart Chain? It's nothing, in my opinion. So I understand that for some people this might be useful, but I think the majority, they weren't really waiting for this. So I, I felt that a reduction of the energy sharing probably was the simplest and the most easy way forward. And that at this stage, they just overcomplicated everything. And then my last point was that 
what will be the incentive to, for example, hold sneakers on Binance Smart Chain once the GMT earning hit? So if the Solana chain is going to be the cheapest one, what am I going to do? What am I doing in the second realm? Like I'll just have something on Solana and then move on to the third realm. And this is my word. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think that we need to have incentives to want to play the game, to want to grow our vault of sneakers from one up to 30, to want to build an uncommon sneaker and build a rare sneaker, build an epic sneaker, and eventually build a legendary sneaker. And those sneakers should have value. And that value should be maintained long term. And if it's not, if we always feel this pressure to dump out of the old realms and into the new, then then why ever build that epic sneaker at the max level with the level 30 and the high level gems and all the stuff if you just know that it's going to crash as soon as the new realm goes? That's why I think they're going to have to pivot to wanting us to be on all realms. I, I kind of imagined when they described a whole new way to play the game on Solana to share the energy across that I'd be going out every day and, and using 10 energy on Solana right? And earning on Solana. And then by using 10 energy of half of my total 20, that would then share the other 10 energy over to the second chain. If I had 30 sneakers on Solana, so I could have one on the second chain and could use 10 energy on the second chain. So it makes us want to play on both, play on all chains every day in order to share it across. Something like that made sense to me that, that this system just seems too punitive and I'm afraid it's going to increase volatility, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe they have this long-term vision that hits somewhere different that I haven't thought of left. Let's go next. What do you think, Beth? Examples of how the energy is going to be shared because um, I, when, I, when it first came out, I thought I had a very clear idea of how the energy sharing would work, but there are very, some very strong community members who had a different idea. So I need more examples. And in the, in the original Trailblazer, sorry, Trailblazers, um, medium article they had multiple examples of like oh if this person used this much energy this is how many points you get if this person used this much energy this is how many points you get so i would like more examples so that we can have a little bit more clarity um but i'm with uh you and crypto Edgar as well like <clears throat> I, we know what it's going to look like once that nerd that third realm comes out and it's fair to probably say you know if they put it in the medium post and then they gave examples in a Discord announcement, and then they had to give additional examples in a Discord announcement, and there's still confusion, maybe it's just too complicated. Maybe the average user isn't gonna understand this. Um, and so they need to simplify it in some ways and adapt it. And I, and I think that when you go back to that first thing in the Medium post, and I wanna keep pointing this out, they instituted these changes, they wanna watch and monitor, and they plan to tweak it over time. And this could change before it's ever fully in implemented, right? We know that this doesn't come into, into, into effect until the third realm launches, which is two to three months away. So as they fully develop this, they could change it two or three times between now and then. This was just based on the feedback they got in the community and their desire to wanna make a change. And this was their, I hope, first pass at what they think that change should be. Who's up? K-Train, you wanna go? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I agree with a lot of what everybody said um i was disappointed because you know when it first came out because we all thought there was going to be a completely new way of playing on solana so there's a little bit of disappointment but i also think that yon really did mean that and it's still coming i think it's it just didn't come as soon um the energy sharing it was confusing it still is a little bit confusing um all i know is that i am preparing both of my two realms pretty much looking exactly the same except on binance i have my gst earner and on Solana, I have my uh, GMT, my comfort shoe. And then I also have really good luck shoes on both of them. So they're kind of like mirroring each other. And I'm trying to get equal shoes on, on both. Cool. Jay, you're up. Energy share. 
Um, yeah, same same thoughts. Um, I think it's a might be an overreaction where they have to just kind of you know mess with it until they get it right. Really, um, you know, um, they they're going to have to because if they want to keep you know the new realms going, uh, what's going to be the point of being in them if there's no other other you know reason to be in it? So um, yeah. I also think it's worth saying, kind of like I mentioned before, if we try to put ourselves in the shoes of Yon and Jerry and put ourselves in that corporate boardroom <laughs> meeting where they're sitting down with Adidas and they're selling Adidas on being the core, por- the core corporate partner for the third realm or being the, the, the corporate partner for the fourth realm. How do you explain to them why players that already have 30 sneakers on Solana should get 20 energy in their realm and only need to buy one Adidas sneaker to, to, to be able to exercise 20 when those corporate partners are going to want the players to grow to 10 sneakers and 15 sneakers and 20 sneakers and 30 sneakers in those realms too, I bet that's got a big part of this. It's got a big part as, as, as they're launching the third realm and the fourth realm and beyond different changes and different corporate partners that those corporate partners want to see it work the way that Solana did in the first place, not see it be where everybody plays 30 sneakers on Solana and only one on their realm because I think that limits their opportunity to, to grow and be the most that they could be. We'll see. We'll see. One more fun, quick topic, and then we're going to open it up to Q&A for chat. Anybody needs to dip, just just go ahead and let me know and, and dip when you need if you guys have any hard outs. Um, I'd love to hear everybody's speculation on when the next update, app update might hit and, and, and maybe one thing that you'd like to see in it. We know that Gilgamesh said in Discord a couple days ago, it's, it's like two or three days away, and now we're the two or three days away. So do you think that's something that could hit an announcement today in Discord, maybe tomorrow, maybe Monday, that, that hey, we're going to have some maintenance, the app's going to be down for two hours, there's going to be a new update rolling out on the Apple Store and the Google Store, and, and, and you know, it's going to have a lot of cool stuff in it, and then we get surprised? What do you guys think? When and when and maybe, maybe one thing you think might, might be in it. What do you think, K-Train? Um, I don't really have a prediction for it just because like there's so many possibilities and like um, I, I'm kind of just like in the in the mode of just kind of waiting and seeing. Yeah, I, I can't give a prediction on that one. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, kind of the same. I have no idea. Um, I don't know what else um, they're, you know, they're going to be changing. Uh, I'm I'm still waiting for minting scrolls. Maybe that's a thing that comes in one of the next updates. Not saying that's going to come in this very next one, but possibly uh, sooner rather than later. Um, so I'm definitely waiting on that one. Yeah, I I know Beth does what I do. So we go into Discord and we search Gilgamesh and we read her post. And Gilgamesh very definitely said it's minting scrolls are here. So give us the alpha, Beth. What do you, what do you expect based on what Gil- Gilgamesh has said? gonna go with this week within the week and minting scrolls i think same i i read that from gilgamesh too and i think she's she's definitely got that insider knowledge what do you think edgar when are we gonna get the update and what do you want to have in it yeah it should be any day now and i think that it probably will contain the minting scrolls but i'm a bit with k-train like i'm gonna wait and see i'm kind of like not speculating anymore and i really hope that um they they learn from the last update with the with the anti cheating mechanism, where a lot of people were very hyped and got very disappointed, and then got very angry. So let's let's not over like let let's not uh, yeah speculate too much. I think it's gonna be nothing too major. 
Um, even if the things don't work, we'll have to wait until they get it fixed. Like shouting in Discord is not helping, and uh, like it, it, it feels like the team is spending too much time trying to calm down the community. Like it's an update, it can fail. I'm a developer myself. I know that some days it just doesn't want to work, and that's just how it is. And I know that they have. I'm pretty sure they have a testing team. I cannot imagine that they don't. So something else must be going wrong. Mm. So I'm, I really keep my fingers crossed. I wish that they have a smooth upgrade, and then. Uh, We'll take it from there. Yeah, I completely agree with you. There's two main things that should happen, right? One, it should have very clear expectations set so the community is not mad when it launches. And I think overhyping it is, is a bad idea. And, and I think you're going to see that going forward, that they're not going to overhype stuff. And two, I think it's really important that they do great QA testing and that when they launch it, it's not broke and the app doesn't have to go down for an entire day for it to work. And I wouldn't be surprised as future updates come out for them to have more things baked into them than what are live. And then to, them to release minting scrolls and make it live, but other stuff's already baked in. And then they release the next thing and the next thing, all within the same app update to kind of simplify how many new things hit at once and make sure they're all functional and working. Because I'm not a developer, but I know that QA testing you know, on a on a closed server is very different than when you release it to millions of people. You put it out in the world and now all of a sudden you've got an infinite number of different phones and OSs and, and, and you know, I mean, just think about all the different Android versions and Apple versions and like, it, it's so hard to simulate all of that and make sure everything's going to work everywhere. Hey, Train, you got something else? No. Okay, sorry. Right. You guys ready for some quick Q&A? I usually have more, but not, not on that one. Cool. Anybody need an out? Or everybody good? Everybody's good? Cool. It's Q&A time, chat. If you guys are in chat right now and you have a good question you would like to ask the cast, now is your time to ask those questions in chat. We'll bring those questions up live on stream, and, uh, and then you will be able to, uh, to hear what everybody thinks about it. Looking in chat. There's uh, one. It's coming in from Sanchez. Bring it up so we can see it. Filtering. There it is. Okay. Sanchez asks, might be a super stupid question. No, sir. No stupid questions. Just just, uh, just stupid answers from us, I'm sure. To me, my, my phrase is always, the only stupid question is the one that you're too afraid to ask. Please ask anything. How is the GST price actually being set when it's not available for trade on any trading platform? So it's being set by the market, right? People are selling and buying GST and it is available on trading platforms, right? Within the app and outside of the app. So um, as the players spend more GST than what we make every day, and we're constantly, let's say, minting sneakers and selling a sneaker for Solana and then converting that Solana into GST to have GST to repair our sneaker and to upgrade our sneaker and to mint more then the price of GST goes up. And if we're not spending GST faster than we're making it, then more people are selling GST in app and on these outside platforms, and that will bring the price of GST down. Anybody got anything extra for that one? Um, I want to add that the, the where GST is listed on exchanges, the team did not want that, um, and so but but exchanges still listed them, and their the attacks have been. From people who are shorting GST, so betting that it is going to go down, and so um, that is why one of the reasons why we've been having um, like I, I want to say like 
just all of these futters and spammers and everything like that. And so it's just people betting that GST is going to go down and they're putting a lot of resources into making sure that happens so that they can gain themselves. Very cool. Here we go. This is from Bunny. What do you think about a dynamic tax on the GST withdrawal from spending? Every time people would move GST out of spending over to wallet, maybe it charges another 1%, something like that. What do you guys think? Um, I've, I've seen a lot of, and, and I'm sure Edgar is familiar with it, um, <clears throat> a lot of the node projects back, you know, the last few months, they were really popular at the end of last year, at the beginning of this year. Um, they tried that. They tried taxing up to 50%. If you're withdrawing as soon as you if you're trying to cash out as soon as you were rewarded and it it eventually didn't work you know so um i mean maybe but um i don't i like it's it's kind of a way of punishing people and i don't i don't know if punishing is the way to try to you know to reward your users right um so i don't i don't know i don't know if, if taxing um would be a good thing uh yeah i mean really like the way how you put that with taxing and this is i think like it's something i was uh contemplating on myself like why steppen was so successful in it like it still is but the, the thing is that you reward people for positive behavior um so basically when you tax someone people feel like they've been like something is taken from them like they get angry like why you're taxing like why you're taking this from me i earned that and if, if your incentive is to tax someone when they take out GST, you, you could just give them that GST from the get-go. Like, then we have the same amount going out and, and staying in. And, and I've seen people, for example, say that, well, what if we keep 90% and only 10% they can sell? And then they will use that 90% in-game. But, like, that also isn't going to change anything because, like, okay, maybe they're going to, like, then they're just going to mint sneakers and then sell off those sneakers at, at those prices like you you need to incentivize people i think to use their gst themselves instead of punishing them for trying to sell it and, and that's the way we gotta go i'm with you yeah. rewarding positive behavior to me <clears throat> is so much more important than taxing us every step of the of mechanism without a doubt keep buzzing through these because we got tons uh I, I like this one this one's coming in from aether says i clean my shoes with tiers of futters, how are badges going to be used? I like this one. I got my uh, uh, CMC coin market cap badge. I know K Train got his. Anybody else get theirs? No. No, I was too late. Ah, so good. Should have followed my Twitter because I put the link on there and and uh, and and showed how. I know K Train did too. That's why it's good to have these announcements up there and be be following along. Uh, who wants to hit this one? You want to hit it, K Train? How are the badges going to be used? I mean, this is the genesis badge i'm holding on to this i think it's going to be super valuable um you know like they, they said you can have an, an energy boost or a um increased minting chances i don't know if this one's going to have any utility right away but i see it kind of being like a solana genesis sneaker where like if you have a solana genesis sneaker you're going to get airdropped a binance sneaker you're going to get airdrop airdropped the next realm whatever it is in there and so I see this as the Genesis badge. I'm holding on to it forever. Very cool. I definitely think it's an NFT, right? I think that maybe not initially, but eventually these badges will be able to be sold on the marketplace for GMT. 
I think the badges will be slotted onto the sneaker the same way we slot a gem. I think if you look into the metadata for our sneaker NFTs, you can see where there's a spot there for the badge. So I think you're gonna you're gonna slot a badge onto your main sneaker, and I think it's gonna give us a boost as we use it. Maybe it's a boost in your GST earning. Maybe it's a boost in having your repairs cost less. Cost less. Maybe it's a boost in energy. Maybe it's a boost in luck to get greater mystery boxes. Maybe it's a who knows. But then I think we're gonna be able to remove the badge off and then put a different badge on, and we, we can sell the badge in the marketplace. And I think that as we get into the social fi. And the stuff that's coming down the road with the marathons and the leaderboards and you can read in the white paper the badges are, are in there already and so if you you know pay some gst to enter in a weekly marathon or a monthly marathon and you hit a leaderboard at a certain level you're going to earn a badge and, and those badges can be sold they can be slotted on your sneaker and they can increase your earnings on stuff and i'm i'm really excited and i'm so excited i got into that first one uh, i'm like k train i'm gonna save it forever anybody else something quick on badges no no Okay, moving on. Here's our next one. Great questions, guys. Keep these up. To what extent do you think the current price action is still whiplash from before changes were announced and implemented? Question. Who wants to hit it? Salty. Are you talking about like the, the China? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, like the decrease, the current prices, the current price action, the GT, GST price decreasing is a whiplash from all the FUD and from the China change and from all those things. And it's really not... On, on the on the the medium post and the things that are being implemented and the things we know that are coming it's still the price reacting to what happened weeks ago yeah for sure i mean and you know jay's probably really good at answering this on the whole market like it, this is a tough time to have something go wrong and i think it's i think step stepping is doing pretty good like bear markets are where you see projects disappear and we took like the worst hit you can get like china completely banned stepping and we're still, you know, we're, we're still going. <clears throat> yeah, um, markets overall are, are down a lot. So that also affects, is going to always affect any project regardless of, you know, what's going on. So um, it, it's definitely something that, <clears throat> that adds on, you know what I mean? Um, when markets, when the overall market goes down, everything goes down. Like if Bitcoin today is down to... 28, almost below 28,000. Um, I think um, Ethereum is sitting around 1,500. It's down like 9, 10% today. Um, Solana itself is down 10% today. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, if you just go to Coin Market Cap or Coin Gecko right now and look at the overall market, everything is down today, right? It's not just uh, GST and GMT. So, um, <clears throat> Uh, and and if you look at it, you know, in the last few weeks, again, the same thing. Everything is down. Uh, Bitcoin literally just went on a 10-week streak, I think, um, or it was nine or 10 weeks, you know, where it was red every single week for that long. So um, a lot of that time, uh, GST was in the green. So a lot of that also affects the project. And then when you start stacking on, you know, a China ban and other things going on, that just uh, increases the sell pressure that that was already there. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of comments in chat that you know China's only a small percentage of the player base. That China's also banned crypto and banned Bitcoin and banned other things so many times, and it didn't end crypto and it didn't end Bitcoin and it didn't whatever. And so I, I think a lot of these things that we see might be more um, like a reaction to the news 
than than what's actually happening with the the, the, the Chinese players being changed because in, in China players figured it out right they figure out ways to to use a VPN and to do other things and it's not like nobody in China does anything with crypto anymore because of what the Chinese government does but it has Maybe. an impact right the news has an impact so the I think it's 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 definitely a cascade of events but the biggest one in my opinion was the latest change of doubling the mint price and uh, postponing the minting. So basically they forced the GST price down while tr like doubling the um, the floor price of sneakers. So they, they kind of gambled on the fact that, that GST would catch up with the sneaker floor price, but the opposite has happened. Like the sneaker floor price uh, went down to where the GST, like the equivalent in GST price for minting actually went. And this is still not... Uh, in equilibrium, so basically the, the 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 GST keeps going down faster than the floor price can adjust to, and I think they need to somehow find a way to to do find the floor. Like if you build the floor on GST, then the floor price of the the sneakers is going to crash straight into that, and then eventually the things will balance out again. But now the one is just uh, fueling the other. And this is why we're seeing this downward movement because people are like, I'm not going to mint. It's it's more profitable to sell. But because you're selling, the floor price is going to go down even more. And like they are fueling each other at the moment. And on top of that, yeah, there's not that many new people who are looking at, wow, this project is great. They're waiting to see when we find the floor and then they'll probably decide, here, I'm going to get in. Absolutely. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. We're closing in on the two-hour mark. You guys good for three more rapid fires? Here's our first one. This one's coming in from uh, Sparta. How do you think uh, the impact once you can earn GMT will impact GST? Who wants it? So I, I wrote a short thread about that. But but the thing is that like I, I understand what they want to do. Now I think it, it's cool. So... When you earn GMT, like in certain realms, you'll be able to, like, be very profitable in other realms. Like, it is gonna, like, I really think it's gonna help to balance out some things. But yeah, the the the, the problem is that we have some of these um, elements that we already should have to balance out the current prices, and we are not earning GMT just yet. So I think that when we once the GMT earning hits people are going to probably sell off their GMT to buy GST and try to uh, balance out their stock. That, that, I think that's the reasoning of the team. But for now, we don't have the GMT earnings. I think it will help. Um, we'll have to see. Maybe they need to, to tweak something. But that, that's, I understand the long-term vision. Yep. Yeah, Here's another that, one. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I think that once GMT becomes a thing, it, it'll create a new sync for GST overall. Uh, because people need to level up to level 30 in order to earn it. So um, I think that that'll help. Yeah. And if the team has to balance GST and GMT and they want to make sure neither one overheats at the expense of the other, right? And so they're balancing the amount of GST and GMT to mint, the amount of GST and GMT to combine sneakers together to increase attributes or to five sneakers makes a better sneaker, or three gems makes a better gem, or there's all these ways in the game they can constantly tweak on these things. To, to, to try to balance both. And once GMT is being earned and spent and you know we're spending GST on all these different things, I, I think that's going to be important that they tweak those things over time. Here's a good one. I hear this brought up a lot in the community. How about ads for the app? Why don't they put ads in the app and they could then use those ad funds to burn GST? Would that work? To me, 
Burning GST is a complete waste of time. I hope the team never goes that direction. It doesn't make any sense to me for them to burn GST. And I hope they never do ads, right? I, I think that they can break enough revenue from the marketplace and the decks and all these other places that having ads pop up in the app, I think is a massive downstep in, 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 in where we're going. What do you guys think? Should ads I'm be so, added and should GST be burned? I'm so proud of you, James. Down with <laughs> ads. Uh, if, if they got to do the ads, I think that's kind of like um, a Hail Mary. Like I think... I see how revenue could come in with ads. I don't want to see that in there, but if they have to do it, they have to do it. That's like end times, end game. Time to get your money out. There's ads going yeah, in. Right. <laughs> find it. Not really, but that's how I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody else quick? I think that, um, um, yeah, burning GST, I don't think will work uh, because the like it's easy to, to think, okay, if we burn GMT, GST price goes up, right? But it it doesn't really work that way because what that does um, is going to then it creates a new game, right? And I'm talking about people with a lot a lot of funds that are purposely manipulating uh, the game. Uh, they'll just purposely push down prices. Then step in is going to have to come in, burn GMT to push prices back up. So these people with all this money are going to make an easy 20 25 percent back. And then they're going to they're gonna take profits on all that and then short, open a huge short position to push the prices right back down. So it'll be an, an ongoing thing forever, basically, uh, a loop. Constant where video. A lot of money can just continue pushing it down, then buying it back up, making another 20%, then just do it over and over and over until eventually uh, Steppen runs out of money. Uh, I've seen this happen before in, in many other projects. Um, so, um, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. And it makes sense for GMT because GMT has a fixed supply. When you burn it, those never come back. GST mm. is an unlimited utility token. So burning it would make a temporary benefit that, that just, we, you know, a week later, two weeks later, whatever, we'd be back in the same place. And to Jay's point, so easily, easily manipulated. Without a doubt. One last one. Here's a fun one I want everybody's feedback on, and then we'll go through everybody and let you guys shout out all your stuff and let us know where we can find everything. I like this one. I haven't thought about it this way. I think, Beth, you probably have, and you probably heard it brought up this way. This one's coming from DJ. Don't you get, no, you get more energy with less shoes, talking about the new energy sharing system. So if I have nine sneakers on BSC and nine sneakers on Solana, don't I now get nine energy on each, where before I would have only gotten 12 energy total? That's a cool way to think about it. You can actually get more energy with the new energy sharing system by having sneakers on both chains where before it would kind of share it across both. Anybody think about it that way before? I think that there was... I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. I feel like out like all the, the options, but because we don't know all the details of the energy sharing system, then it it's it's really hard to tell. Plus, most of the people previously had didn't have nine on each, right? Most people had like majority on Solana and then just one Binance sneaker. And so with that, it will encourage people to buy more sneakers on the new realm. Uh, whether they hop to whatever the newest realm is, that is definitely a concern. Um, but if there were only two realms, then it would in encourage people to buy sneakers and have a good amount on both. This, this is what needs to be cleared up because from what I understood, your energy is your account is still attached together and it's still sharing 
but it's not sharing uh, the extra energy into the new realm. So if you're using nine energy in one realm, it's still going to show as you're using nine energy across all realms is what I've understood from reading it. So yeah, that, that's why I'm saying like it, it definitely needs to be cleared up because um, then at that point, if I'm using nine energy in one realm and that counts for nine energy on all realms, then what's the point of getting more sneakers on the other realms? Makes sense. And I could see them implement it both ways, right? I have nine sneakers on Solana. That gives me nine energy on Solana. I have nine sneakers on Binance. I take a plus one from Solana over to the Binance, right? Is my total amount of energy still just nine? Or do I get nine on each chain and my total amount of energy is 18? I think the way they've written it, your total amount of energy is just nine. So if you use your nine energy on Solana, right? You get your plus one over to Binance. And so maybe you only have... 10 energy total, so then you can use one on Binance. I think that's kind of what it is. So I don't think it doubles you. I don't think you go to 18 energy because you have nine on each or maybe 19 energy because you have nine on this one and nine plus one on the other one. I don't think the examples show it that way. All the examples lead me to believe you, you like Jay was saying, right? You just have that one uh, total energy cap. Like we have one total GST cap and it's shared across both, you just get that plus one over to the other. So my in this example, I would think you'd have 10 energy total. You'd have nine on Binance, you'd have a plus one that comes over, and your total energy would be 10, would be my guess. But man, like, like I could yeah. see an argument that it could be 18, I could see an argument it could be nine, I could see an argument it could be 10, and that's why right. this is a complicated and there's a lot of confusion out there. And we're seeing a lot of examples go out through announcements in Discord to clear it up. And my gut says, hey, if it's this complicated that we can't understand it, it's going to be too complicated for the average user, and, and that makes it that makes for a bad system. Yeah, yeah, I saying. think I think that it needs it needs they just need to make a decision. Either there is sharing or there's not, um, because it just becomes too confusing. Um, and I think it's more you're more incentivized to buy nine sneakers on it on a new realm if that's the only way to get energy on that realm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's really confusing right now. And ultimately, I think what you're going to encourage is bad behavior, right? John and Jerry talked about bad neighbors in the past. If this system is this punitive, you're going to encourage people to have nine sneakers on Solana on one account and open up a completely separate account and have nine sneakers on Binance on a separate account and then sell all those and open up a third account and put all your stuff into the third realm. And to me, they should be incentivizing good behavior incentivizing us wanting to have all sneakers on all realms, having them all on one account and, and reward the good play. Don't encourage us to, to break the rules in multi-account. And I'm afraid that's what this system might encourage is, oh, well, if I'm only getting a plus one over and that plus one only lasts a couple months and it goes away, I'm just going to split it up and do multiple accounts because that makes more sense. I don't think that's a good system. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I know they're taking the feedback and I know they plan to, to change and tweak stuff. So we'll see where we end up because this is still a couple months away, right? This is just a, uh, feedback from the community and and their desire to, to know they need to make a change to the energy sharing system and, and i wouldn't be surprised to see it you know adjust and tweak over time anything yeah, else add, big we need to cover before we uh, get everybody to close out hey Chen, you got something go ahead i was just gonna say like um it, it was really confusing and and so being on the mod team like we were answering tons of questions about this energy and it just was like it, it was just really hard i think it, i wasn't told this on the team or anything but I think there's going to be a lot of changes because what we were told in, as moderators, and I can share this, is that let's um, dial back on answering questions until we know more 
So I think that there is going to be a lot of changes because it is very confusing. I think if they don't change it, maybe they'll just um, put like a superficial um, announcement out about a bunch of examples. Um, so right now, I'm not digging too deep into the energy. I don't think that this is exactly what it's going to be. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Let's go around. Remind everybody where you guys are from, where we can find your stuff, any event stuff you got coming out. And, uh, and close it up for the day. We can start up there at the top left with Mr. K-Train. I know you do Steppin' Daily every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now you also do a Steppin' Daily Beginners Q&A every Tuesday and Thursday morning. Extremely active. These are all Twitter spaces. So if you follow K-Train on his Twitter account, you can hit all these. Also, go to Discord and check out those events tabs because we throw all these, all these things up there as an event. K-Train, thank you for being here, brother. Where else can we find your stuff? Where should we go look for stuff? What do you got coming up? Yeah, thanks for having me on. And again, thanks for dealing with my technical difficulties. Good, uh, man. It sounds perfect. That that sure mic, I'm loving. It sounds crispy. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so my Twitter handle is is my name right there at KTurnUSA underscore Steppen. Same with Instagram. I get a lot of messages. Um, I, so I try to respond to all the messages in my Twitter, but then I get a bunch on Instagram. And so like, I'd rather, if you have a message and you really want me to hear it, Send it to me on on Twitter. Uh, Stepping daily Monday, Wednesday, Friday, six p.m. Uh, Pacific, and then Tuesday, Thursday, eight a.m. Pacific. This week, I'm gonna try to have like some really fun episodes because I'm home, I'm chilling, and uh, I'm gonna really put like some some uh, spin on on this week. And uh, yeah, that's about it. But I got a question for Jay. Uh, is that a, is that Stepping shirt you got on? Yeah, it is. It is a Stepping shirt. Wait, where is it? There we go. Yep, it is Hi. definitely a stepping shirt. I have a request of you, K-Train. I think at the end of every episode, you should invite Beth to come on microphone because we need that choo-choo at the end of every K-Train episode. Without it, it just doesn't feel right. Hey, I got this roadcaster now. I can put that in. Got a button Ooh, on it. Record it in and just play it. I love it. <laughs> Going up to our top right, I see Mr. Bitcoin Daily himself, Jay. He's got his main YouTube channel, Bitcoin Daily. He's got a backup YouTube channel where he's putting out content as well and a professional TV studio that he's going to once a week to put out a, uh, a show in Spanish. Where can we find all your stuff, Jay? Yeah, so uh, right now my main channel is obviously Bitcoin Daily. Um, I'm still suspended for seven, another six days, I think, because uh, it's on Friday that I should be able to have access again. Um, so... Currently, I'm going to be putting uh, throughout the week, uh, probably do one or two videos on my backup channel. Uh, my backup channel is this one right here, Jay Knows Best. Um, I have 58 big subscribers there. <laughs> um, I, I did put out a video this week on the update and I kind of broke it down, make it, uh, made it as simple, put it kind of simple terms to understand so everybody uh, could understand what was going on with the new update and what it entailed and all that and the problems that they were um, fixing um, and addressing. So uh, so I'll be putting videos on there for this week and then hopefully for the, the week after that I should be back on Bitcoin Daily uh, YouTube channel. Almost at 30,000 subscribers, so very excited about that. Um, and yeah, uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, uh, Bitcoin X daily or on Instagram, Bitcoin daily. Um, my Spanish channel, if you guys are interested, I do tweet about it. So if you go to my Twitter, you'll see some tweets on it. 
Um, it's uh, Bitcoin Daily Español. Um, so I'm putting up some of the clips there, but the actual channel where it goes live on is called uh, Univista TV. And it's just a, it's a big Spanish channel. They have like uh, 500,000 subscribers on YouTube, 500,000 on Facebook. So that's why we, we're, we have like our own little segment. It's like a 24 seven channel, basically. We have our own little segment that we, uh, that where we educate on overall Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So um, in Spanish. Very cool. So yeah. For those that don't know, YouTube has a cool feature where it will translate into other languages. I, I believe works pretty good. So anybody that's English speaking that doesn't speak Spanish, you could still watch Jay's show and have it translated live by YouTube, even delayed, right? I, I usually watch them delayed and see the translations on the bottom and that works. You know, it's not perfect, but uh, it works pretty good <laughs> yeah. to see what's going on. It's cool. Yeah. Yep. Beth, another ambassador on the U.S. team in addition to Jay and K-Train and myself, now has her very own YouTube channel where she's putting out tips and, and really great content. She's got her beginner's guide. Very active in Discord, one of the top on the second Discord, one of the top in the first Discord, and very active on Twitter as well. Where can we find all your stuff, Beth? It's Beth underscore Solvax. Um, and so the beginner's guide is pinned to um, my Twitter profile as well. Um, for YouTube, I'm planning to make a quick video after the AMA. Um, my goal is to just make it as short of a video as possible, packed with information. So definitely watch Jay's videos for more detail and more in-depth analysis. Mine's gonna just be like the main points as quickly as possible for those um, who are still like working full time, have kids to deal with and stuff like that. Um, so don't have as much time to listen to all of the AMAs. Um, and I'm planning another giveaway event this week. So the the first giveaway event that we did, it was, it was so nice seeing our community come together. Um, so I would love to do that every single week. And that is the goal. Cool. And we got our special guest down there in the bottom right-hand corner, Mr. Crypto Edgar himself. If you guys don't know, there is a phenomenal uh, tweet that he puts out after every AMA that gives a summary, a really great summary of what was in that AMA. And then also his analysis of the overall tokenomics and stuff that's going on in the game, regardless of, of new announcements coming out or stuff being taught about in the community. If you guys are not following this man on Twitter, please, please, please give him a follow and check out his stuff because it, it, it's great. Mr. Crypto Edgar, thank you for being on this week. Where can we find all your stuff? Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually mostly on Twitter. Um, my, my handle is a little bit different, so you need to make sure to have the underscore between the crypto.edgar. But there is another one, um, and it's not me. But yeah, I'm so I'm mostly on Twitter. On Discord, I go by the username of Hyboria. Um, so you might have seen me there as well. And besides that, uh, I just try to focus on one uh, social media and just push out the content there. I'm happy that, that, that you like it. Kind of disappointed. The AMAs have been cut down. Uh, it was like great to listen to. But we'll have another one, I think, on Wednesday. And I'll try to make sure to uh, put out the summary as soon as I can. I'm looking forward to Crypto Edgar summaries of Medium posts, Crypto Edgar summaries of the, the big tweets that go out and Discord announcements, Crypto Edgar summaries of the AMAs, like any official communication. If we start seeing more and more official communication from GT and, 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 uh, and Mabel on these other platforms, I think that kind of is going to replace in some ways these weekly AMAs. It'll be fun to see you uh, break, that, break down those as well. 
if you guys want to try to find my stuff, I am James Work on all platforms. You can find me in Discord hanging out in the Elite Chat. You can find me on Twitter at James Work. We record live uh, this podcast, the, Crypt, the Step In Community Podcast, each and every week at twitch.tv forward slash James Work. And if you uh, search on YouTube, either James Work or the Step In Community Podcast, we always upload uh, each and every week so you can watch the replay either on Twitch or on YouTube. And we try to tweet all that out on our socials as well. Um, and uh, it's been a good one, guys. I appreciate you guys all being here. Chat. Thank you guys for coming and, and asking such great questions. Best cat dad ever up there for Mr. K-Train. I see it. And it's got love. Oh, I love it. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I'd never heard Edgar's cats. I think Edgar's got some cats down there too. This is a very cat-friendly podcast and, and application with uh, with uh, Yawn and, my gosh, so many cats <clears throat> everywhere. Thank you guys for all being uh, here. I love you guys. Thank you, cast. Thank you, co-host. Thank you, Edgar. I appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys you. all soon. Peace, guys. Bye -bye. See you next week. Peace out.